What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks Show. Indeed it is, indeed it is. Hello, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in lovely Kinston, North Carolina. It's Monday. Oh, yeah. It's Monday, y'all. You look out there, it's a little dreary. (sighs) Cloud covered. It's another week. It's not a vacation week, which is coming up in a couple of weeks, by the way. (laughs) <laughs> we only guys we only need to survive this week and two more or whatever i everybody i know you've got vacations coming up uh, but you, you know what man what a way to start the show off let's do it again hey it's monday june the 12th of the year of the lord 2023 this is episode 878 of the brian hanks show presented by our good friends over at lenore community college my co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey, while they'll be joining me at the end of the second hour today for the birthday game, let me tell you something. We've got a really good show for you here today, here in our first hour. In fact, we've already been messaging this morning. Uh, we're going to be joined by our regular Monday guest. And I got to tell you, for the first time in forever, I think we're going to have all our first hour guests. Now, of course, except for Wednesday with Junius, uh, with him still in the hospital and battling everything he's going through. And we'll get to him here in a few minutes. But uh, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, I got to tell you, I think we're going to be uh, our regular guests. We're not moving Paul and Shane around. We've got Richard scheduled for tomorrow morning. Uh, but this morning, he's the dean of ENC Sports Talk host and the host of The Drive with Mark Panicelli. Why? It's our good friend, Mark Panicelli. Uh, man, we've got so much. Like I said, we've already been messaging this morning. Uh, he, We're going to talk NBA Finals, which could wrap up tonight. We've got the Stanley Cup Finals tomorrow night, which could wrap up tomorrow night. We've got Wake Forest just, uh, man, you want to talk about a team that is just blasting their way through the NCAA baseball tournament. Wake Forest is that team, and heck, even Virginia is that team. I mean, we were supposed to be dazzled and everything by these sec teams which don't get it twisted <laughs> they're still pretty good and uh there's a chance for uh, them to to make a lot of noise in the uh in the, in the college world series coming up later on that begins later on this week but i'm telling you man uh, the acc has really really shown out uh like i said with wake forest just uh blasting the the crimson tide of alabama Virginia losing game one of the, their uh, super regional with Duke up in Charlottesville and then scoring, what, something like 26 runs over the next two games. Uh, the Cavaliers have, uh, have really played well, too. Yes, I, I've already had a couple people texting me and asking me, and I got to admit, and, I, and Linda doesn't even know this yet, so she's hearing this for herself right now for the very first time here on uh, the show today. But, uh, 
I'm really thinking about going to Omaha. I, I honestly am, which if I do that, that would probably mess up the rest of the week's show. But maybe I maybe I go out on Friday afternoon and I come back on Sunday and it just won't affect the show. I don't know. We're going to see because as I have said here several times, and he even said it here on the air with us too, Coach Whitfield, George Whitfield goes out to the College World Series every year. And if you watch the College World Series, you know he sits right behind home plate. Every game, uh, and he has told me that if I go out, now that would be for ECU, and I, I need to get it cleared up for Virginia, but I don't see why he wouldn't let me do that, but that I could sit with him during uh, the Virginia game and get all that airtime. Now, what I need to do is, uh, Bernie, if you're listening or uh, whoever's listening, I need to get a big Brian Hank Show logo put on the front of a T-shirt. I mean, I'm talking about that it takes up my whole chest, you know, and sit behind home plate. And uh, man, I'll wear a Virginia hat. Don't get it twisted. I, I'll have to represent the the Wahoos. But uh, if I do that, that's that's what I, I really need to do. So who can turn around a T-shirt in uh, three days or something like that if I were to fly out on Friday and uh, go to the World Series? But we'll play all that by ear. How about that? I think the College World Series begins on Saturday. So then again, Virginia would have to play either Saturday or Sunday. Sorry, cough button there. Uh, but, man, I, I would love to do that. And even if it's just go all the way, I, I can't imagine, though, flying all the way to Omaha just to see one game. But, heck, who knows, man. We'll we'll, we'll play that by ear. But, uh, man, uh, team's already in the College World Series right now. Wake Forest is in LSU with Paul Skeens, who we had here on the show. Thank you, Scott Whittington, earlier this season. Going to try to have him on sometime here in the next week before uh, LSU begins their run in the College World Series. But uh, LSU and Florida, the two SEC teams. Oral Roberts, don't even ask me. I don't know what conference they're in. I should know that. And TCU, they're in. Then the uh, other two teams that will be playing today for an opportunity to make it to the College World Series. Stanford and Texas play today. And then Tennessee and Southern Miss. So uh, in those games, let's see, of course, I got to pull for Stanford, man. I remember what Texas did to ECU last year. So, of course, we're – we're, we're big Cardinal fans here today, and then how? Uh, come on. Come on, Southern Miss. Uh, definitely want Southern Miss to knock Tennessee out, too. So there would only be two SEC teams and be, only be uh, – thank you, Linda. Uh, uh, she just told me I'm on the air nice and clear. Then she just heard everything I said, too. Linda, I might be going to uh, – <laughs> I might be going to uh, – uh, Omaha. Yeah, yeah, question mark, question mark, question mark. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so – uh, there you go. So, like I said, Wake Forest, LSU uh, already in. Florida, Virginia already in. Oral Roberts, TCU already in. And then we'll find out the last two teams in the College World Series today when Stanford and Texas. It would be this weekend, Linda, probably Friday. Oh, no, I guess I can't go. Oh, I will not be going to the College World Series this weekend. I can tell you that if I do, it would be on Sunday because uh, – we're celebrating uh, Linda's uh, birthday party on Saturday. So, yes, I appreciate that. I uh, I have been now squared away. How about that? I, I'm ironing out all my schedule right here live on the show. <sighs> so, listen, our first hour guest is going to be Mark Panicelli. We have got a lot to talk about, like I said, with the NBA Finals, with NASCAR yesterday. Martin Truex just dominated uh, Sonoma yesterday. A, a very nice race for him. And it's good to see the old veteran get out there and uh, continue to win. I, these guys that are still winning in their last season, they don't know. That's not how you're supposed to do it. You're supposed to have two or three, like Richard Petty did. You know, you're supposed to have two or three seasons of 
really struggling there at the very end, and then you get out. You don't get out while you're still winning. I, I guess Jeff Gordon started that. I think he won a couple of races in his last year. Yes, Linda, I've already said that. Your party is this Saturday. Yeah, I know. Oh, uh, and I'm excited about it. I truly am excited about it. So I will not be leaving before Saturday for the College World Series if I do go. <sighs> okay. Oh, uh, that's our first hour. Mark Panicelli is we're going to be talking to him about everything going on in the world of sports in our second hour. It's going to, we're going to have a uh, guest on the show. It's been here several times and a first time guest to the show. Shelly Barnes is going to be joining us. She's the athletics director at LCC and now the whole uh, co head volleyball coach of the Lancers with her husband, David Barnes. Uh, and he's going to be making his first time appearance here on the show here in my plush, well-lit studio here on Whitehall drive. But, uh, a uh, unique situation there at LCC. Like I said, Shelly is the AD, and now she'll be uh, the the co-head volleyball coach of the Lancers with her husband, David. I know David's got a lot of experience, and she does too, of uh, coaching volleyball. So pretty excited to see uh, what how that's going to be, but we're going to talk to them. Uh, we'll talk to Shelly about all the other sports going on, just the great success that the ba- uh, baseball team had this year. We'll talk about uh, just everything going on under the sun with the LCC Lancers. And then, uh, like I said, we'll have, uh, uh, Shelly and David on in the second hour. We'll have Mark Panicelli coming up here in a few minutes. So, uh, there is your, uh, guest for today's show. Junius update. Uh, Linda and I had lunch with, uh, his, uh, pops on Friday. I think it was Friday. In fact, yes, it was Friday. Uh, it took, he had, listen, he wanted to go to King's restaurant, Joe and Angie. In fact, Angie met him and, uh, uh, we had a good time, man. Had a really good time. Uh, got to, got to know him a little bit better. We've now hung out with them a few times now uh, and, uh, just getting to know him a little bit more and getting to see how Junius became Junius, uh, again, hanging out with his mom, hanging out with his dad. And, uh, he had to go pick up some stuff from, uh, Junius's old apartment, which by the way. Uh, this needs to be said too. And I know, uh, that, uh, Mr. Smith and Ms. Smith and Junius, uh, if he were able to tell us right now, he would say the same thing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to, uh, Jess Edwards, uh, from Kinston Realty Group. Uh, that's who, uh, Junius was renting from. He was renting an apartment on Queen street from, uh, Jess and, uh, Jess has just been Jess and, uh, Stacy, uh, Humphrey and just all the folks over at Kenson Realty have just been really, really good to Junius in his time of need right now. And uh, I don't know any other better, any better way to say it than uh, uh, Jason Bryan. I hope I'm not getting in trouble with sponsors here or anything because I don't. we don't have any uh, realty sponsors. But I got to tell you, if you're looking to rent a place and you want someone who's conscientious and who is really good to you, you cannot do better than Kenson Realty Group, and that is the truth. Uh, Jess Edwards, again, uh, has just been so good to Junius during this time. And, uh, that, that's all I have to say about that. But, uh, Junius is improving, uh, and, and it is, uh, there are some marked levels of improvement. Uh, I know last week we said that, uh, he had had a, uh, tracheotomy. Well, that was incorrect information. He was, he was scheduled to have one and they really thought he was, but then he started breathing a lot better and they decided not to do it. Now he still has his feeding tube. And, uh, in his abdomen, like we were talking about last week, and there was an infection, uh, with it too, but they've even got that cleared up. And here's the good news. And now he's still not ready for social media and for calls 
and all that kind of stuff. Still kind of out of it, but but they've had him up and walking, uh, taking a few steps uh, in his hallway outside his uh, hospital room. And I'm telling you, that is a market improvement. That is much better than we thought he was going to be at this point, even a week ago. So uh, thank you to the doctors. Thank you to surgeons, uh, just everybody, all the good vibes everybody's sending. I know uh, Coach Bryant Dilday over, or Dilda, Dilday over at uh, Bethel Christian Academy. They've got a card ready for him that I was supposed to pick up uh, last week and uh, take to him. I'll be doing that. Uh, listen, if, you, if there's something you would like me to send to uh, Junius, just get up with me and let me know. Uh, I know I asked his uh, father about the GoFundMe, and I've told him that everybody is chomping at the bit. I mean, there are people here in Ken- I've had coaches. I've had ADs. I've had just regular folks that say, hey, we want to give. What can we do to help? Uh, people- Sam Lee is wanting to do a fundraiser for him, and I think it will be very successful when we do it. I just think they want to wait a little bit until uh, he's in rehab, and it looks like that's something that can happen within the next week. They're going to move him from the hospital to rehab. And, uh, that is going to be the time we start doing that. But I know you want to help dear listener and you're going to have the, I promise you, you're going to have the opportunity to do that uh, in the very near future. But as soon as we find out what it is and how you can do it, I promise you, I promise you, I will be sharing that right here on the Brian Hanks show and all over my social media. Uh, I bet I'm averaging right now five to 10, uh, questions a day. Uh, it might even be more than that. Heck to tell you the truth of uh, folks that just say, hey, how's Junius? What can we do? It's not just like my DMs. I mean, folks are texting me and uh, sending me private messages on Facebook, on Twitter. And the thing that I pretty much tell everybody, I'll tell you right here on the show, is just, you know, he, it's slow. I mean, he is improving, though. Uh, there, you know, I was a little bit down last week, early in the week, Monday or Tuesday, because it looked like he was uh, going back a little bit. But listen, over the past three or four days, Things have been uh, trending in the right direction, I guess is the best way to say it. So um, keep praying. <laughs> Don't stop praying. I think that's uh, what has really helped a lot. Having all this positivity, all these good vibes <clears throat> coming from uh, Kinston and Lenora County, Greene County, Jones County, uh, uh, Pitt County. Heck, even down uh, where Panicelli is in Craven County. I mean, uh, where Mr. Clemens is down in Carteret County. It, it has really helped having all this positivity and everything has been sent Junius's way. So let's keep that going. And uh, like I said, I'll keep you up to date here with, uh, as he's getting better here on the show and I'll do it on uh, social media too. So there you go. There's your Junius update. How about the class of 2023 Saturday was just, uh, an amazing day as, uh, I guess probably close to a thousand kids. Uh, it's probably not that many. It's probably, you know, I know someone could give me a better number, but I don't know, eight or 900 kids graduated from uh, North and North, South and North, Kinston. I know Parrot Academy had already had their graduation. Bethel Christian Academy had already had their graduation. Green Central had their Friday, I believe it was Friday or Saturday, but still hundreds of kids graduating and uh, congratulations to them. I mean, man, you know, I, I I've said it here on the show many times. I am not a uh, Facebook fan at all. I think it's a cesspool a lot of times, but I tell you what, there what we've been doing with Junius and giving updates there and seeing all the positivity towards him, that's been one positive. And then w- looking at Facebook, seeing all the graduation pictures and everybody just so proud of their graduates, I, man, Saturday was just awesome. I mean, it, it just 
Facebook was awash with positivity and uh, just awesome, awesome, awesome. But congratulations, class of 2023. Can you believe? I mean, today is June the 12th. We're already almost halfway through June. Before you know it, uh, high school sports will be beginning again. In fact, uh, practice starts. Uh, well, they've already been doing some practices here in uh, in uh, the summer. I know uh, Kenson's been practicing football. Everybody has uh, doing some of their summer workouts like I said, before you know it, uh, ECI is going to be here in a couple of weeks. And uh, the East Coast Invitational down in Jacksonville. And uh, high school football practice. Like I said, already summer leagues are going, summer practice is going. And uh, before you know it, they'll be wearing the shoulder pads and helmets. And uh, I can't wait. Hey, I'm here for it. As you know, right here on 960 The Bull and 960TheBull.com, we'll be bringing you Friday night football again. Myself, Hall of Fame coach Jimmy Smith. Paul Whittington. Heck, we might get Scott Whittington out there helping a little bit, but we'll be bringing it to you every Friday night right here on 960 The Bull and 960TheBull.com. So uh, I know uh, Jason Bryan is out there just feverishly selling those packages right now to get you ready for uh, the fall. And uh, when he calls you and says, hey, I want to sell you an ad for the Brian Hanks show and for Friday Night Football with Brian and Coach Smith and Paul Whittington, uh, tell him you heard me talking about it here on the show. He'll like that too. So. Uh, again, uh, that all started with happy graduation to the class of 2023. Uh, I hope they had a good weekend. hope everybody was smart. I know you weren't, but uh, I'm joking. I mean, I remember my graduation 36 years ago. I cannot believe I got – I am two times the person now that I – oh, my God. I was 18 when I graduated. I'm 54 now. I am uh, – well, there's my another bit of depression here for first thing in the morning on a on a uh, Monday morning here on the show. Hey, let's get you caught up on uh, sports that happened over the weekend. Man, our Down East Wood Ducks, that's right, Mr. Clemens, they are tearing it up. They have won four games in a row. Again, they won their fourth game in a row yesterday in Delmarva, 7-3. to three. They won five of six games in that series on the road versus the Shorebirds. That marks the second straight series where they won five of six. They're now... The best team in the Carolina League at 33 and 20. 13 games above 500 right now. They're four games ahead of the hated Carolina Mudcats in the Carolina League North. And yes, Mr. Clemens uh, sent me a text yesterday, reminded me of the score, but he didn't call them the hated Carolina Mudcats. He just called them the, Mar- the, the Carolina Mudcats, and he, he was wrong. And uh, he quickly he quickly corrected himself, so I do appreciate that. But uh, the Woodies are four games ahead of the hated Carolina Mudcats in Carolina League North. Like I said, they have the best record in all the Carolina League at thirty three and twenty. They return home tomorrow on Tuesday to face the Salem Red Sox. It'll be the first time that the Woodies and the Red Sox have played each other this season. It'll be a seven game series now. Let, let me uh, let you know every uh, how that's all being played tomorrow. Is healthcare night at the ballpark. Uh, game one of the series is Tuesday at 7 o'clock. Uh, game two is uh, camp day. It's going to be played at noon on Wednesday. So uh, if you're thinking you're going to go out to some games this week, make sure that uh, if you plan on going Wednesday, that you plan on going out there at noon, I think Mr. Clemens and I will both be out there that day. Now, there's a doubleheader on Thirsty Thursday beginning at 5 p.m. It's a, a makeup of a rainout game earlier this year. So uh, two games beginning at 5 o'clock. Fireworks on Friday. That game starts at 7. A grilling spatula giveaway thanks to AG Carolina Farm Credit on Saturday at 5. 
It's also Linda's birthday party out at the ballpark. <laughs> and Dogs and Dogs Day on Sunday at 1. For tickets, go to woodducksbaseball.com or visit the team's box office at Historic Granger Stadium. And uh, thank you to uh, the Downey's Wood Ducks for being a sponsor of the Brian Hanks Show. And, again, it's going to be a fun week. Uh, now, I can't invite everybody who listens to the show to Linda's birthday. I mean, I have a limited amount of tickets, but I can tell you this. We're going to have a huge cake out there uh, on Saturday. And if you would like a piece of uh, Linda's birthday cake, then uh, come to the pavilion, and I will hook you up. Uh, you deserve one. And I know she would love to share her cake with everybody too. So uh, that will be Saturday, and I'll be talking about this all week. So come to the game on Saturday. You'll have to buy your own ticket, though, unless you've been invited to the party. And, but you can come get a piece of Linda's birthday cake in the pavilion. I, like I said, I, I can't wait. It's gonna. She wanted yellow cake with white icing sheet cake. So uh, uh, speaking of which, I've got to get that thing ordered today, too. So there you go. Uh, that's your Down East Wood Ducks update. And again, thank you to the Woodies for being a sponsor of the Brian Hanks Show. How about the Kinston Wingmen? Uh, they split their games over the weekend. Uh, they lost one to nothing at River City on Saturday. That was her fifth loss in a row. But they won yesterday 7-5 to five to snap that five-game losing streak, and they are now 5-5 five and five overall. Lots of opportunities to see uh, the, the uh, Kenson Wingman beginning today. Uh, the Reedsville Luckies visit uh, LCC's Lancer Field today. That game is at 5 between teams in the Old North State League Central and Eastern Divisions. Uh, they are uh, at home. Uh, shoot, against the Gliders. That is either tomorrow. That is tomorrow. Then they're at River City on Thursday. They're back home versus the Fayetteville Shoots on Saturday. So there is your uh, Kinston Wingman. Yes, Mr. Clemens, you're right. The Quack Attack is on fire. I mean, they've won ten of their last twelve games. A uh, uh, ten of their last twelve. Eight of the last ten. Four in a row and the best team in all the Carolina League right now. So uh, get out there and see them. But you can see the Kenson Wingman, too. How about American Legion Post 43? Now, they were supposed to play at Wilmington Laney Saturday. Thank you, Coach uh, Eason. But uh, they po postponed that game later in the season due to graduation. Uh, they have three home games this week, though, all at Kenston High School, uh, beginning with Plymouth and a league game tomorrow, Tuesday at 7. They have Garner on Friday at 7. And then how about this? Shane Albee's Wayne County squad visits Saturday. Uh, they play. They do play on the road on Sunday at East Carteret High School uh, against Beaufort. Yes, Mr. Clemens, you can go. Well, no, you'll be at uh, the Wood Ducks game on Sunday, but there you go. Uh, we're going to talk about Wake Forest and uh, the College World Series. We're going to talk about the NBA Finals. We're going to talk about NASCAR as we get uh, our good friend uh, Mark Panicelli up here on the line with us. But... Before we do any of that, let's thank Lenore Community College. For more than 65 years, LCC has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right here in Kenston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kinston, Snow Hill, or Trenton to find out how you can change your life today. Summer classes are underway, but fall registration, you can go ahead and be signing up for that. So, uh, again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Richie Honeycutt, to uh, just all the folks 
over at Lenore Community College for being the title sponsor of the Brian Hanks Show. On the line with us on our Spence Automotive guest line with us right now is the Dean of ENC Sports Talk host. Uh, he hosts uh, The Drive with Mark Panicelli Monday through Friday from 5 to 6 p.m. on 107.5 FM. It covers all of uh, Lenora County. You can listen to him there or go to 252 ESPN. Uh, I guess if if you're the host of The Drive with Mark Panicelli, does that make you Mark Panicelli? Most of the time it does, <laughs> I would say, without question. But sometimes maybe. I've had – I've. I've attempted to have other people fill in and do the show so, right. over the years. I've trusted a few interns. <laughs> I've regretted it once or twice, but no, it's just, <laughs> but uh, good, good Monday to you, sir. How was your weekend? Good Monday to you. It was good. I uh, worked on, you know, I have like 18 jobs. You know this, right? <laughs> That's it. I thought, I, I thought I, thought it was at least half of that or more twice the twice as many as that uh, literally i do have like five jobs and one of them this weekend was uh being uh, uh chamber boy i guess is the best way to do it uh, the Kent, the lenore county chamber of commerce i do uh some work for them and so i had i had to write some articles for uh their summer magazine which uh hey let's not get it twisted here i'm not going to complain mark panicelli i get compensated pretty doggone well and you know what it lets me straight you know since leaving newspapers in 2016 which i cannot believe it's been seven years since i was the editor of the free press i don't write that much anymore uh i so to be able to uh you know, put words up. I said, put words to paper, but put words to a computer screen. And then, you know, it go into a magazine. Uh, it, it's kind of neat to be able to do that, to, to stretch the old, to stretch the old phalanges out and, uh, do a little writing, dude. Oh, the old phalanges. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, 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 it's your skill. You, you, you know, and it's, uh, it's, it's something I'm sure that, uh, do you miss it at all? Have you ever thought about, uh, doing a column maybe for your website uh, oh hell no man because we I'm grew so- up with that you know we grew <laughs> up with the rick riley's and the and the etc i know you're like that's what i need is another job another another thing for me to do because i was at brian's house once and he disappeared so, and he came back and he had an apron on and i was like where are you going he's like i gotta work four hour shift at the donut place this morning <laughs> <laughs> but all, all seriousness the man of many trades i i as i said you I'm sure you miss it, you know. That, like I said, you've done it for so many years. There, it, there is an art and a skill. And when you've written something, when, when, you know, when you feel that good sense of pride about about what you've written, I mean, that's that's something you can you can look at, you know. I mean, yes, we've got our podcasts and recordings and and things like that, but there's something about that. I mean, once you put it down into words and it and it's shipped off, right? Once you put it in the publication, it's out there. It's permanent. It's there. I mean. It feels like we can just reset every day, right? We just whatever we said yesterday doesn't even matter. It's not even accountable. We'll just change our opinions. But, but, but writing is uh, like I said, it's and it's something that, especially from a column standpoint, as I said, we don't we don't have that anymore. We grew up with the sports reporters and the these these iconic sports journalists that uh, that we valued their opinions much like the local folks have always valued yours, Brian. And I have to say. Uh, like I said, there's got to be something about you that enjoys getting back to that old skill of writing. Well, when it's something I like to write about, no, Mark, you are spot on. You're right. And I, <laughs> as you were talking there, I was thinking of a moment this weekend with uh, Linda, 
where I I can't even tell you what it was. In fact, the, writing four stories for this magazine, <laughs> now you're going to get a kick out of this. One of them is the 75th anniversary of historic Granger Stadium. This season, they're celebrating it all year. And so uh, our uh, chamber director, our chamber president, asked me to write a story about one of my four stories about that, which was, dude, you know, absolutely fun. And I wrote a turn of phrase, and I can't even think of it now. With I bet I wrote 4,000 words this weekend, probably more than that, 4,000, 4,500 words altogether. And Linda was walking by. I was like, baby, 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 come here, come here, come here. And I had to read this paragraph to her, and uh, she, <laughs> she seemed like she was impressed with it. I mean, she at least she was right. nice about it and acted like she was impressed with it. I don't know if she really was or not, or if she was just trying to you know keep me from losing my mind. But, uh, dude, that was fun. I mean, I had you're right. It is fun, and especially when it's a subject like that. And, uh, you know, and I'll promote it as we get closer, but it'll be up on kinsonchamber.com. You can go to the digital magazine there. In fact, I, here's what's crazy, dude, just to show you. You know, I've been out of uh, newspapers now for seven years. Helped start uh, News News, in fact, right about five years ago now. Got out of that after about 18 months. And I, I forgot, I guess I did write quite a bit for them uh, for uh, News News. But I've been away from that now for, what, three and a half years. So, uh Dude, this magazine that they're doing is going to be, uh, I guess, the second time ever they've done it with the Chamber. It's just a digital-only magazine, dude. There's, it, there's not a paper copy of it. It's just uh, it's digital-only. And that's something I have trouble wrapping my mind around, dude. And, you know, with the free press now being uh, just one day a week with your boy Trevor Donnell and, you know, the other papers uh, being, I guess, Newburn and Jacksonville, they're both back to just three days a week. So much stuff is digital now, and I'm not denigrating him. That's not his fault that that happened. I mean, I hope that's not taken as me saying that, but I just I want to recognize that he is the editor of all three newspapers now. But I, I, Mark, we're men of a. I know I'm getting ready to say it again. We're men of a certain generation, <laughs> and we grew up with that new. I mean, I grew up with the Elkin Tribune in my hand. Okay, with the Wilkes Journal Patriot, with the Winston Salem Journal in my hand, dude. And you know, you could feel that paper in your hand, you turn the pages. And if you were lucky enough, dude, I was never any kind of player. I was lucky if any of those papers covered the North Wilkes Vikings and they, you know, if they shot a picture of action and I would be like, Oh my God, look, you can see my leg right there on the bench. You know I mean? I, <laughs> I, I live for those moments, dude. There was never a picture of me in action because, well, I very rarely had action, but, but it was fun to, you know, or if there was like a picture of a huddle and you could see my left hand, I'd be mean, look, there's my hand. I, I can tell it's my, well, how can you tell it's your hand? Well, you're just going to have to take my word for it. Okay. So I would cut just my hand out and put it on the wall and say, look, my hand was in the Winston Salem journal. <laughs> oh, that was the, the good man. No, it was a, it was a prestige, you know, like, oh my gosh, did you read that? Mr. Smith was at the apartment of a friend. That's you. You're the friend. You're in the paper. <laughs> I like so, it. Now that's better. That's even better. I like. Um, but yeah, no, it's you know, and, and look, it's you're right. It's 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 the it's the way of things, and you know, we don't do that anymore. Uh, like I said, we get up now, and um, our newspapers are our phones or our tablets yep, or yep. you know whatever we do. So that's. That's why we're seeing all of the all of the digital stuff. But yeah, there's there's something to be said. But you know, and again, that's it's just it's it's so interesting because they, despite what we say, it, it, I understand the similarities. Just the words are on the screen. I can read the words. There still has this, um, uh, you know, a, a permanence about it, right? You've written something that 
that's there. But I don't know. Like I said, there's something about it being on paper, right? That has this, yeah. uh, I guess, scroll like uh, <laughs> um, feeling about it. But but as I said, we, you know, you see magazines now that are digital only or quarterly only. Uh, but you and I've talked many times. That used to be, especially for sports guys around our age, uh, as uh, you and I have probably had the conversation many times over the last few years. There was nothing like getting the Sports Illustrated once a week or the or, or the the Sporting News. If you were real, see, Sporting News was for the real sports nerds like <laughs> me and Brian, because yep. there was like twenty pages of black and white just sports stats. Agate, so, baby, uh, agate. Oh, it was great. <laughs> it was fantastic. It was good times. Good time. It but, definitely uh, was. I, well, I got. But good for you. you. I'll, I, I'll definitely have to check it out and see uh, Brian back on the writing. So we got to we got to spurn you. It's summertime, so I have uh, you know I have till the end of the summer at least to poke you enough that you're supposed to be writing a book at some point, right? Another job. So you got to write a column now every week on your <laughs> website, oh, and now boy. I want you to write a book. So because you got you got an idea. I know you got one. Oh, we I've been writing. It. I've been writing a novel oh, yeah. for twenty years, and that's the truth. Actually, I started it when I was with the Gaston Gazette, and I've not touched it in three or four years, probably. But uh, I've got about eighty to a hundred pages of it already done, dude. Uh, I've got a basic outline for, it, but I don't. Hey, you're right. Let's save that for later this summer. I got to tell you this though: the cool thing about you know being in newspapers the way they used to be, and they'll never go back. It is what it is. Unless I win the lottery, and then I'm going to buy the free press and hire a bunch of writers and you know and all that when i don't have to worry about money but it's like going in lovick's cafe and seeing one of my articles up in there going to somebody's house and you know someone's got an article that i framed dude you just can't do that with digital i mean it looks weird if you print off something from a an online quote-unquote news site or news blog or something like that and dude it just it's not the same it's not the same gravitas it's not the same uh you know what I mean? It's just not the same. Right. I do. I do have to tell you this. Uh, in oh, it was I was a sophomore in high school. The only time my picture was really in the paper, other than like being, you know, uh, showing like rosters, which they used to do all the time, was uh, an action photo. It was I used to run the mile and a two mile for the North Wilkes track team, and the picture wasn't of me. It was of someone for East Wilkes who was uh, winning the race. And here's the sad thing, dude. I'm in the picture, and it's like head to toe. I'm running. I look good, except for one thing, Mark. I was a lap down when the picture was taken, okay? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, yes, the hey. butthole uh, photographer actually said, "Who I can't even tell you who the runner was from East Wilkes, but it was a really good runner, uh, laps Brian Hanks from the North Wilkes High School. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, yeah, I really do appreciate that, man. <laughs> God. Yeah. So that was my and for everybody man, else, that was my moment at, in the sun, yeah. dude. Well, look, and it, you know whether it's a moment in the sun or look, if anybody wants to bring up all those mug shots, you can talk about my experience in the newspapers. I've been exonerated of all those charges. Okay, then all seriousness. Uh, but uh, there was something cool uh, about being in the newspaper for sure. But uh, for, if you were in there for the good reason. If you were in there uh, for the good reasons, you're for the good reason. Hey, for hey, the good reason. And I hope no one's listening to this and thinking I'm denigrating or knocking down. Listen, uh, you know, Junius did such a good job until, you know, the the stuff he's been going through. Can you believe his brain is I think his brain surgery is three weeks ago tomorrow? Is that right or four weeks? Linda, Linda help me out. Is either three or four at minimum 
three weeks. He's been in the hospital at least four weeks or five weeks. It just it's all running together now. But uh, but Junius was doing such a good job with uh, ENC moments. I mean, the boys over at News News Sports. They are doing the best job that they can, too. And I'm not saying, oh, that that's an inferior product. Listen, they're working as hard as they can. They're doing a good job. They're getting as many stories up as they can. But the only thing I'm saying is, dude, it was. I mean, when you had, when you were able to cut it out of the newspaper and frame it and put it up, you know, in your house or your restaurant or your business, if it was one of your children playing, I mean, dude, there's, I, Oh, I, I'll, I'll leave you this too. Cause we've got to go uh, get into, <laughs> we do. We really you do. sent me a list of stuff. We I have did. not hit any of that. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> not one, but I got to say, I was in North uh, Lenore a couple of weeks ago. And, um, and dude, you want to talk about an ego boost? They still have the articles I wrote about the softball team winning the 2005, 2005 Mark Panicelli state championship up, uh, in the, uh, athletics department. I mean, they've got it framed and everything. And, and, I, and dude, have you ever read And I mean, I know you do a lot of radio, but I think, I know you've written before when you see something like that, that I wrote 18 years ago and it's got my byline on it, but you don't remember writing those words. I mean, dude, that is, that's what happened that day. And even this, uh, uh, chamber article that, uh, the big chamber article that I wrote yesterday about the 75th anniversary of, uh, historic Granger stadium. I wrote a similar story for our progress edition of the free press back in 2006. And dude, I pulled some stuff that I wrote in that one to put in this article. And, and I'm telling you, dude, I'm reading it and I'm like, that, that's a damn good story. I wrote that. I can't even <laughs> believe it <clears throat> because I don't remember it, dude. It's just crazy. Anyway, okay, okay, okay. Let's get off all that. Let's talk about some stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, dude, uh, College World Series or NASCAR? Let's start there. Um, I guess let's do, let's, let's do College World Series. I love it, dude. Everybody was talking about, I mean, 10 SEC teams went into the, uh, when it all started, Eight ACC teams. So, I mean, 18 of the 64 teams in the field were uh, from the SEC or the ACC. At this moment, four of the six teams who are in the uh, College World Series at this moment are from the SEC or the ACC. Virginia, my Wahoos, which, by the way, in complete uh, honesty here and in the interest of full disclosure, Mark Panicelli, I was pulling for Duke this weekend because of Chris Edwards, because Duke's not been there since like 19, whatever it was uh, for many, many years. They hadn't been there. So I was, believe it or not, I was pulling for Duke, which I was pulling for ECU last weekend. So when I pull against Virginia, they make it to the college world series. Explain that one to me, dude. I've made a mental note for basketball (laughs) season for me to bring this up, uh, and see if we can get you to root against Virginia basketball. But uh, that, that's the, hey, look, it's bizarre. But hey, the Cavs are in it uh, once again, and uh, they're they're unbelievable. And I think now I'd like everyone, if you have not, can I introduce you to the Wake Forest Demon Deacon? Wow! I know it's the first time since 1964 that they've been to the College World Series. But they not only have been beating teams, but they have been spanking, including the performance against Alabama over the weekend, where they're just jacking home runs left and right. Uh, they're just they're unbelievable. So, I mean, from an ACC standpoint, Virginia and their recent success. Now, I mean, Wake Forest looks like a really dangerous team, um, and I know, you know, hey, East Carolina. 
there's no solace in this, and I probably shouldn't even say it. But I mean, Alabama, that was, by the way, they've lost six of their last seven super regional appearances. Yeah. So they've, they know what it's like to get that close, but then they ran into the, right now, the best looking team as far as, I mean, that's a good Alabama team. They just did that too. Uh, so uh, I would say there's a lot of optimism there, but uh, I, I like both teams from the ACC that are heading into this College World Series on Friday. And we've only got, you know, two spots left to fill. Uh, Earl Roberts is in there. It's another one of those uh, underdog stories. I didn't realize they, this is their second trip. They went in. In 1978. Now, mind you, I was only four years old. I was, I was four years old. I was three years old, but not one, two, three, four. I was only four years old, but I was four years old when. So I don't remember it. But I, you know, how about that story, right? Oral Roberts uh, in the in the College World Series. So we we've got some rooting interest heading into here. I mean, that, that's three teams that we could put a little check mark beside uh, or beside our, our our interest of saying, you know, I'm kind of interested to see where this is going to go. Two ACC teams and then Oral Roberts, dude. If you see, you just broke news to me that I didn't realize that Oral Roberts had been there before, which just hurts my heart more that ECU has never been to a College World Series. You're freaking telling me Oral Roberts has been twice in ECU, which has had one of the most consistent and winningest programs in all of college baseball in the past what decade to twelve years or whatever. They've never been. It just it, that hurts my heart even more, dude. It really does. It does. It does. But one day, right? Oh, it's going to happen. And let me tell you something. When that day happens, uh, Omaha is going to be purple and gold, man. I mean, you're going to. I bet, oh, dude. It's just going to be crazy. Uh, hey, wait, 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 wait. I don't know this guy. But somebody get this message to him because uh, I know he's probably still on a yacht trying to get Tom Brady to throw a football at his drone but mr beast <laughs> if he can pull all these resources if ecu gets in here i feel like that help us get like all of these as much as the eastern north carolina into omaha as we can like let's let's charter from some planes or something <laughs> let's figure out how we can you know figure out how we can absolutely paint omaha purple if that happens and i know and i'm, I'm gonna just say this again i know there are a lot of ecu fans that are that are pessimistic and it's like, oh yeah, it's every year I got to hear this. One day, one day, I understand the frustration, but man, they are right there and they've been knocking on the door, and I understand it because it's well, we've been knocking on the door, and it's going on, you know, the two decades now that we've been knocking on the door. But I've seen it in sports; you eventually knock that door down. And as I've told you, my comparison with ECU baseball is is Gonzaga in basketball because in all due respect I mean we can talk about ECU's conference in in baseball but how about the conference that Gonzaga's in in basketball I mean other than like one other team uh that's that's a farce when it comes to comparison to the competition in some of the other conferences so uh and they found a way and I think that consistency paid off eventually and it's going to pay off for East Carolina as well. So take your pessimism and stick it where the sun don't shine, mister. And, uh, and cause as fire fans, we're going to, we're going to believe because that's, that's it. Right. Yeah. I go back to, uh, to the, to the, that's, that's the moniker of ECU is belief. We believe. Dude, you're on a roll this morning, man. I love this dude. Monday, <laughs> dude, dude, no, 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 man. Monday. Usually I'm, 
Uh, and I am. I'm a little tired. Like I said, I, I pretty much worked all weekend. And just listen to you, man. You just you, you get me fired. You're you're pulling a Shane Albee on me here, man. Nice. Well, good. Good. That's let's, let's get going on a Monday. I like it. We can't I, drag our feet on a Monday. We can do that. See, if we do it on Monday, because I feel like this, don't you? Wouldn't you rather drag your feet a little bit more on Friday? <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> so we'll we'll start the week off with a little more enthusiasm and uh, and uh, and and go from there. But uh, but no, I am excited. Wake Forest, all this College World Series stuff that it, it will continue because. Uh, you know we're 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 running out of stuff. I know we're going to transition because you want to hit on some other stuff. Um, uh, the finals in the NBA are, are winding down. Uh, the Good the Stanley Lord. Cup is winding down. Before we get to that though, because um, really what's really fresh in my mind is before we get to that, let's do the NASCAR. I hate to. I'm segueing your show. I'm I'm, I'm going to segue <laughs> from college baseball over. Dude, uh, NASCAR yesterday. Can, can, let me tell you what I'm doing right now. I'm listening to you intently. Don't get it twisted, but I'm also cutting my fingernails. I took Molly out and, uh, you know, let her make her peas and poos. And, dude, I love this, man. The Mark Panicelli takeover of the Brian Hanks show today. I love it. I once did a morning show many years ago. <laughs> it wasn't many. It was a few, but maybe two. Yeah, it's been um, but, since I've been on the air, man. But remember, because uh, we were, oh, yeah. we did, uh, we, you know, we always do the home and home. I, you come on my show on Mondays. I go on your show on uh, Wednesday afternoons. But uh, I remember us doing megacasts, remember? We, you, because I, when I started going from, uh, what, from uh, 7 to 9, and you were going from uh, eight to ten. We we bled over our shows there a couple of times. Remember? Oh yes, yes. We we found a way for both of us to do each other's show and, uh, and co-host. It was genius. It was radio genius. And dare I say, has it been done before or since? No, no, <laughs> absolutely not. I so, love it. I pioneers love it. to say that you're a pioneer in the radio industry in 2023. Is absolutely absurd, is it not? But it we are. Is. That's what that's what you and I are. Pioneers. Well, before, well, I will say this Pioneers. before we segue to uh, to NASCAR. Uh, I, I've got to just give me give me a minute on Mr. Beast. Do you know? <laughs> I had heard. No, no. Let me say this. I had heard of Mr. Beast. I had no idea what he was about. I thought he was a candy bar. I thought I'd seen a Mr. Beast candy bar. <laughs> I'm not even playing until Brian North. And no, and it's been within the last month. Brian North. Uh, our good friend uh, hit me up about something. He's like, man, you need to contact Mr. Beast. Or was it North? Somebody did anyway. And, uh, and I'm like, Mr. Beast is a person? I thought it was a candy bar. And and then he kind of told me a little bit about how this guy, I guess he's an ECU grad that made a gazillion dollars off YouTube somehow. That's all I know about him. And that, I guess he goes and does philanthropic things to help people out, but he videos everything. Is that pretty much a good synopsis of Mr. Beast? Yes, and I, um, being a man of certain age, as we say, um, I, you're, if you've got teenage kids uh, or kids uh, or even uh, maybe young uh, adults in their 20s, they, they are certainly going to know because, you know, that generation, is, you know, YouTube is what they grew up with. Uh, you know, we grew up with NBC, <laughs> you know, CVS and, and ABC and, and, and later Fox. But, you know, YouTube was, was huge. And I am like you. I, I, I didn't know very much about him. I knew it was one of the folks, uh, the YouTube personalities, uh, online personalities that my, uh, that my kids watched. Uh, and then it got brought to my attention 
you know, that he did have the, the connection with East Carolina and Greenville. And I've only watched uh, a few uh, things of his. Uh, but, yeah, real philanthropic. And, um, you know, so he'd be the kind of guy that would do something if it were interesting for sure. Uh, you know, uh, he's, he's certainly tries to stay on the, on the entertaining side. But I don't know. I mean, as a, if he were to go on your show, uh, which I mean, uh, you know, or, you know, or my show, I think it would be a big coup. I mean, again, I, as I said, literally his most latest video is Tom Brady on a giant yacht, and Mr. Beast puts a, a drone in the air, and Tom Brady knocks the drone out of the air with a football. So, <laughs> wow, uh, you know, we, you know, he's he's big, and uh, so, like I said, he'd be the kind of guy that would uh, would certainly be interested in that. But I, as far as my you know, I'm like you. I mean, I was sitting here earlier talking about sports reporters on e- on ESPN. I still remember being like people of my age, you know, when that show was on, <laughs> and like friends, like people my own age that were like in their uh, younger twenties, and they were like, "You you watch this show?" I'm like, "No, I love this show. Like, yeah. I don't miss oh, it." Oh yeah. So, <laughs> but you know, like I said, uh, Mr. Beast is a great personality, and uh, and certainly the. Uh, uh, the younger generation are, uh, certainly loves him and uh, and very endearing. And I, and I do love, uh, you know, certainly his loyalty still uh, here to Eastern North Carolina. So uh, well, that's good. Well, you and, and, and so, so you're saying that the kids who are listening right now are rolling their eyes at listening to uh, boomers talk about yeah. uh, something they don't know that much about. <laughs> so, oh my God, these guys are talking <laughs> about Mr. Biff. They need nothing. Oh my God. Dude, you Sorry. are on a roll. I like this. I like when you start doing voices, dude. Well, you know, I'm trying to get the spirit of my uh, my teenage daughter, you know. <laughs> well, they, they, you know, they have that I, that that sort of, you know, just general apathy toward, towards anything. Like, you know, no excitement towards it. The house could be on fire. And they're like, <laughs> well, dad, the house is on fire. So, <laughs> but... Oh, um, dear God. That's Mark Panicelli on our Spence Automotive guest line right now. Uh, as uh, You're right. You gave the perfect segue there a few moments ago. Let's talk about NASCAR, Martin Truex Jr. Uh, it's good to see the old man. Speaking again of men of a certain generation, now he's younger than you and I, but it's, it's good to see uh, a guy we've heard of and a guy that you know, it's been, it's not his first rodeo, Mark Panicelli. Uh, you, you see the gray in his goatee and, uh, it, to me, I, I like when you see a, an old guy win a race or, you know, win a game or something like that. Don't you? I really do. And it is a, a little bit of a change. You know, and you look at, uh, it, you know, Jeff Gordon really did this, uh, whether you like it or, or hate it. Uh, so if, if you want to, blame or uh champion someone nascar got younger because of jeff gordon uh and you know more and more kids just started getting in these cars at a younger younger age and i I think truex was certainly like that when you know by you know by the time he came in uh as well but we don't see a lot of guys hanging in like you know 20 years ago you'd still see guys in their 40s maybe even in their 50s uh driving around i mean feels like still Morgan Shepard shows up every two or three weeks to run a race. But that being said, uh, as far as competitively, uh, you look at Truex, he's around the same age. You look at Harvick, who's about to retire. 
So is Truex around that around that time? Uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, but he's been such a great driver. And when you look at that race yesterday, it was a lot of guys who won are great wheels guys. I mean, Kyle Busch uh, was right there. I, you know, th- these are guys who are going to – or who usually perform well on road courses anyway um, and, and just are great behind the wheel of a car. Uh, there are a lot of green flag runs, and the, the race got settled. And I'd say, it, you know, if you give it the Paul Whittington grade, of, there probably wasn't enough passing in there for him. Uh, but, uh, but in the end, I mean, it, it really looked like the Joe Gibbs cars had a little bit more than everybody else. Uh, Denny Hamlin a little bit earlier, but Truex was good throughout the race. Uh, Tyler Reddick was also good, so he's a, a, certainly another Toyota. Great run for your boy Joey Logano, yes, who uh, kind of maximized, you know, his run there and had a, and had a great run uh, in Sonoma as well. And uh, so, you know, we're what's you know the halfway point of the season. See, the halfway point now has kind of moved around. Now we talk about the playoffs, et cetera. But this is where the networks pass the baton. We we're done with our Fox coverage. When we see NASCAR again on on television. Um, it's going to be uh, NBC's turn, and here's my big complaint because I want to squeeze this in because I know we've probably used a whole lot of time. I just want to make sure I hit this. It is Father's Day on Sunday. Now, I'm going to be fine because there will be college baseball, and I'll watch a little bit of that. Uh, I also I am a motorsports nut, so there's like an IndyCar race and a Formula One race this weekend. So I'm going to be okay. Tell me this. How, NASCAR, are you going to run a race on Mother's Day? Yep. And then take Father's Day off. It's Father's Day. Anyway, uh, we won't have a NASCAR race for another uh, a, a fortnight now from yesterday. Uh, when they, no, they're going to do Nashville. Drop old English on me. I dropped, I dropped the fortnight on you. That's right. It's not just a video game, kids. It's two weeks. Uh, it is the, the, um, the, we got the, the Nashville race, which is new, and then the Streets of Chicago event will be right after that. So, those will be two interesting events when uh, when NBC takes over the TV coverage from Fox. Well, this will be a question that we'll be able to answer over the next three weeks or so. But and it's about the Chicago race. Is how do you pay? How do you charge for tickets for a street race when surely there? I mean, are they going to have walls up around this whole thing where you can't watch? You know, a block of the race, or do you pay for tickets? I, I mean, I, honest to God, don't know. I'm sure there are grandstands probably at the start-finish line, but, I mean, say you're two-thirds of the way through it and you're in an office building looking down, how are they going to keep you from watching that? Oh, they're not, and it's the genius of it is these famous street races, and the, the most famous one is certainly Monaco and Formula One, the, the Long Beach race uh, here in America. But uh, that's that's really there. There are these great hidden spots, and 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 if you yeah, if you own an apartment, or if you've got access to uh, to a rooftop or some sort of balcony, a lot of people will uh, will kind of rent that space out for people to come and hang out and watch the races. Or as you said, if you're at the right place at the right time. I was watching that. Uh, I think IndyCar did a Detroit race, uh, maybe the weekend before last. And where some of the track was, they had these multi-level parking garages. And what you saw was people parking into their parking spots. And then there were open spots that would overlook the street and on most days. But here, overlook the track. So you could literally pull your car in there, like tailgate, 
right there from the from the parking garage and watch a race. So I'm interested to see the layout and see what kind of setups are going to be like that. Um, I know Paul and I are a little skeptical about what the racing is going to be like. Is it? I mean, because we didn't see a lot of passing yesterday. It's going to be even more difficult when you because we're going to. This will be NASCAR's first soiree in the street racing where there is no runoff. You, you can't run off the track here. You're going to run into a wall. And what I worry about is there's going to be 400 cautions. And it'll be a, a nine-hour race. Oh Lord! Uh, and 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 you know, let's hope not. Let's hope not, or that it's just boring, uh, and we don't get enough passing uh, for the for the fan that really, really you know needs to see a ton of passing. So th- it'll be it'll be interesting. I, I think it also too, you know, how successful it will be uh, to take it to that market. Uh, and and uh, but usually these street races can be well attended because there's so much to do. It turns into uh, a city event, you know, a, a festival. So uh, it's, I'm I'm very interested to see how that's gonna uh, uh, how that's gonna play out for NASCAR. And I got to tell you, and again, that voice list too as we're wrapping up uh, the first hour here on the Brian Hanks Show today is that why did they start in Chicago? Why wasn't this in Charlotte? I mean, which to me would have been, I mean, having Whoa. lived in Charlotte for ten or twelve years, that to me would have been the natural. I mean, take them down, trade and try on, and you know, and do all that. I just and. It, Maybe, I mean, and there are hills. I mean, you know, you there would definitely be elevation during the race. I, I don't understand the Chicago portion of this, but that's for NASCAR fans like you or Paul to try to explain to me. But that's the one that immediately came to mind for me. Or even or even Richmond. Richmond's got a nice downtown where you could have had a, a street, or, you know, a, yeah, a street race. Or Atlanta. Atlanta, I mean, already traffic's bad enough in Atlanta. Can you imagine uh, all the blocking that they're going to have, dude, you know, you tried to drive through Atlanta before I'm sure, but I just don't understand, but you know what? That's two weeks off. We've got a couple minutes left. Uh, but congratulations, Martin Truex NBA finals tonight, dude. I'm going to have Richard Clark on our NBA expert tomorrow. And he, he called it on Friday when he came on my show, he was like, dude, it's going to be over when I, when, when I'm back on on Tuesday and. I got to tell you, Mark, he called it. I mean, Denver has just dominated three of the four games in this series. And even the one game they didn't win, they were dominant for 36 of the 48 minutes. And Miami just came back and kind of snuck one in on there in game two. Uh, Easy question for you here, Mark. Any chance Miami has a chance tonight in Mile High City to extend this thing to six games? Chance to extend, sure. Uh, Look. They're certainly got it in them. They're a professional basketball team and great coaching and fantastic players. Uh, I know it's been interesting because they've kind of hit a brick wall. I think you got to credit Coach Miller. Uh, he's really earned to me some respect here because his adjustments to what uh, Eric Spolster has done have uh, have worked incredible. I'm, I, but but it's hard for me to put the the pin in the. Uh, in the in the in the in the balloon and pop the burst the possibility of these zombie heat right to show up and do something. I I still don't think they could win the series, and uh, I kind of lean towards uh, Mr. Clark here and and say no. What uh, when you guys talk, you guys will be wrapping up uh, the NBA season and and talking about that. Now, and let me ask you this: Is it this has been a little lackluster? And do you feel and we'll combine this really quickly into two things, Brian? I'm going to help you here. <laughs> Have both of the finals been a little lackluster when you think about it? Because also Vegas three to one up in that series there, and 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 Florida looks nothing like that team. 
that that made uh, Carolina look like uh, uh, I mean, it was just a brick wall in front of the in front of the net when they played Carolina, and now you know Vegas has just figured it all out. And uh, but I would say right now both of them are kind of uh, you know a, a little a little anticlimactic. Well, and that's a very good way to put it there too, Mark. And it's just actually it's kind of depressing a little bit to tell you the truth. I mean, you want your finals in anything, if it's World Series or heck, College World Series or NCAA men's tournament or whatever, you want them to be exciting and it's been anything but. Now, you were very honest with me in the text message, you know, when you and I were messaging <laughs> this morning that uh I, let me if I set the over under at 30 seconds of viewing of the uh, Stanley Cup Finals for Mark Panicelli this year, would it be over 30 seconds or under 30 seconds? I'm talking about of live, not watching it on Sports Center. I'm talking about if I'm set, if you're setting it now or setting it before the season starts. I mean, no, no, where no, no, where are no, we? No, no. right now, how much there've been four games in the Stanley Cup Final? How much is Mark? <laughs> Panicelli watches the 2023 Stanley Cup final. If it's over 30 seconds of live action, I'm not talking about recaps on SportsCenter or anything like that. I'm talking about that you're perched in your in your man cave or in your living room with a TV tuned live to the Stanley Cup final. How much have you watched? <laughs> I've not watched any of it yet. <laughs> um, but I'm definitely – because now it's 3-1. Okay. And so the, the, the series is, uh, I believe, yes, continues tomorrow. So you're – you know, this is the time where you're, I would definitely take the overall man. I'll definitely be watching a little bit uh, tomorrow for sure. Um, but, you know, again, riveting. There wasn't – I mean, there was a, a few storylines for this uh, – for for both of these finals. And I think that's – and, again, I can just combine them into two. But there's been nothing on the floor or on the ice that has transpired that really stirs the imagination, that, that really builds your – anticipation now if you're a fan of the sport you're watching it anyway i understand if you're a fan of these teams you can certainly be way excited and i really really do understand that but from a perspective outside of that i think there's just that's what's been missing there there hasn't been any storylines off or on the playing surface that it's just really stirred the imagination that you know look it's just you know, maybe something will change, you know, uh, between now and the next time. But I, but I doubt it. I feel like both of these series are pretty much, uh, you know, just a matter of time before Denver is our first brand-new champion since the Toronto Raptors did it, uh, what, four years ago. And the Las Vegas Golden Knights will be uh, our first uh, uh, new winners of the Stanley Cup since the Capitals did it a few years ago. So, uh, congratulations. Let's, let's go ahead and congratulate them now. Let's throw the party early right now. <laughs> oh, I feel, I know uh, for certain by the time I talk to you on Wednesday that uh, both of those are going to be done. Listen, Mark Panicelli, 252 ESPN, Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. on uh, 107.5 FM. You can listen to uh, that. great Dude, I appreciate you taking charge of the show today, dude. Thank you. Hey, no problem. Really quick, before I go, if you could help me with one thing, okay, because it's really puzzling me this morning. Why, 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 Brian Hank? Why do we cook bacon, but we bake cookies? Have you ever thought about that? <laughs> no, Think, about Think about it. Think about it. Okay, well, just 
That way, in fact, a little bit. my two guests that are here for the second hour, they're both sitting in here in the plush Wally <laughs> studio right now. Did y'all enjoy, Shelly and David Barnes, did you enjoy the smell of bacon when you came in? Because it was good. <laughs> oh, could you tell? You're right. Overwhelming. It was, yeah. it was good, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah, there you go. Okay, cook bacon and bake cookies. I Now my, my brain is just shot. Thank you, Mark Panicelli. Hey, have a great Monday, and... We'll talk to you on Wednesday. Uh, well, on the Home and Home on Wednesday show. Thank you so much, my friend. Take care. There you go. That's Mark Panicelli, 252 ESPN 107.5, Monday through Friday, uh, 5 p.m. You can listen to him coming up here in our second hour. They're already in here. Their smiling faces are here. Shelly and David Barnes from LCC. You'll hear from them in hour two of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.